Praise the Lord this morning. Good morning. Good Sunday morning to everybody. Amen. Um, uh, we praise God today as we continue to move forward into 2021, a year of change. Amen. Where things change for the better. Praise God. Because we are embracing the better promises that are ours in Christ Jesus. And so... We, we continue, amen, to embark on this journey of faith, amen, um, the just shall live by faith, amen. And we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so this is a year as we purpose to live by faith more than ever before. Um, then it, by definition, is a year in which we are in this word and we're hearing this word more than ever before amen so amen. that we can continue to be built up in our most holy faith praise yes. god so good morning uh to you on on this sunday morning and um this is valentine's day praise the lord i don't i don't recall i'm sure it's happened but i don't i don't recall the last time valentine's day was on a sunday um but we praise God today. Today is Valentine's Day. Um, once again, due to the pandemic. And here in the East Coast, um, this continued pattern of winter weather, snow and rain and ice, um, it has us homebound once again. But that's okay because we're here with the Lord. And I'm here with my wife today. Happy Valentine's Day to my wife. Amen. The wife of my youth. Amen. She really is the wife of my youth. <laughs> um, we got married when we were 10. <laughs> Praise the Lord. No, we weren't 10, but we were 19, though. Yep. We, we, were, we, were, we were babes. Amen. We were, we were youngins when we got married. But here we are, these X amount of years later, Amen. And and we're still here. Amen. Still here. So praise God for my wife on this Valentine's Day. Um, I say to my wife, mi esposa, te amo, mi marida. Amen. Amen. So we praise God for that. Amen. But um, we praise God as well for love. Um, and we want to talk a little bit today about the love of God. Um, let's let's go in our Bibles to First John. First John, not the Gospel of John, but First John, chapter three. First John, chapter three, because uh, it is Valentine's Day, and pray that you're having and will have a great Valentine's Day. You know that one of the things in our society these days is that there's a day for everything. I mean, they've created a day for everything. I mean, you know, and there's the traditional Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and so forth. But you know, there's Secretary's Day, there's Take Your Child to Work Day. There's, you know, be kind to your neighbor day, be kind to your enemy day, be kind to, you know, people you don't know day. <laughs> it's just all kinds mm -hmm. of, right? And I don't know if those are really days, but you know my point. The point is they create days for everything. Yep. And a lot of it is commercialized. Um, but today is Valentine's Day, and it is a day where, you know, um, people stop, I guess. What does Valentine's Day do? People stop and just, what? 
<laughs> make sure they tell like their their spouses and their other. parents and their children that they love them. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. Yeah. You know that you know we need a day to do that. We don't, mm-hmm. right? But um, we yet praise God um, for it to the extent it means anything. Um, but I do want to talk today about the love of God, given that today is Valentine's Day, because there is nothing. Glory to God. There is nothing in this entire earth like the love of God. Amen. And um and and we want to look at um we want to look at the word of God today and and take away uh you know some some things that can really anchor us and and Amen. propel us forward. Um and it all emanates from the love of God. So Let's let's look at first John chapter three. And let's look at verse one. It says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear. <clears throat> what we shall be but we know that when he shall appear we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is and every man that has this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure amen amen we praise god for the reading let's pray right now father we bless your name and we thank you god for this day for this is the day that the lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it and we thank you god um for this day that you have given us now god let your will be done on this day in the name of jesus right here right now in this place have your way oh god let your will be done oh god touch hearts minds souls spirits and bodies oh god in the name of jesus christ and father god let us be transformed by the power of your word and by your love. Father, we're praying now that the word will go forth with power and authority, and God, we will receive it on good ground in our heart. That, Father God, that it will bear a tremendous harvest of fruit in our lives. Father, we believe you're going to do it, and so we thank you in advance for it. God, I simply ask you now, God, to use me for your glory. Strengthen me from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. And Father, help me, O God, to carry out this divine assignment you have given me at this hour. We put it all in your hands. We trust you for it. We bless you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. (coughs) So uh, we're talking about the love of God today. And and our title is Receive God's Love. Amen. We're going to talk about that today. Receive God's Love. how many of you know, if we can just start here, that God loves you? Amen. And, and, and I say how many of you know, because, you know, there's, there's a knowing that is simply head knowledge, you know, when you know something in your head. Um, but then there's a knowing that goes deeper than head knowledge, and it's a knowing that gets into your spirit, uh, a knowing that... Um, uh, leads to action, right? Um, you think about, you know, a, a, a child who knows that their parent wants them to clean up their room, but yet they don't do anything. <laughs> they still know that the parent wants the room clean, but they just know it in their head. Mm-hmm. 
the child who actually knows it in his or her head and then follows that up with action truly knows that the parent wants the room clean. See, that's a deeper knowing. That's a knowing that leads to action. And, and quite frankly, that's a real knowing. Uh, a knowing in the head, a superficial knowing that doesn't change anything. That child who knows that the parent wants the room clean but just lays on the bed all day, it didn't lead to any change. The room is just as dirty as it was before, just as messy as it was before. So when we know something in our head only, it really doesn't lead to anything changing. It's when the knowing gets deeper in us and, and that deeper understanding leads us to action. That's when things change. That's yes. when the, the knowing now leads to change. So that child now who gets up and cleans the room, the room has changed now. It went from being messy and dirty to being clean and orderly, right? And so when I say how many of you know, amen, that God loves you, well, I want to speak beyond the head knowledge because knowing in your head that God loves you doesn't lead to change. Mm -hmm. It doesn't lead to a, a deeper understanding that compels you to an action that then leads to change in your life. Mm -hmm. When you know that God loves you deep in your soul, when you know that God loves you deep in your spirit, you know this. It's unshakable. You, it's, it, you know, you, it's unmovable in yes. you. Then that leads you to act a certain way. And, and it leads to things in your life changing. And so we've been talking from the beginning of this year about change. And we've been saying that, you know, things won't change unless you change, right? That change has to come from within. Um, glory to God. You know, it's not about things changing. Because a lot of us have had things in our life change. You know, okay. we've had... We've gone from fewer possessions to more possessions. We've gone from less money to more money and maybe back and forth. We've gone from one home to another. We've, we've changed our wardrobe. We've changed the cars that we drive. We've made a lot of changes. Things in our lives have changed. And many times that doesn't lead to any change in your life right. because things don't make a difference in that regard. If what's on the inside of us doesn't change, then it doesn't matter what on the outside of us change. Yeah. So don't ever look for things to change and believe that then things will be better for you yeah. or your life will be better. Your life is only going to be better when you change. And here's the power. When you change, things in your life can stay the same. Yeah. And you'll still be in a better place. Glory to God for that. When you change... Your money can stay the same, but your life could be better. When you change, right, you know, your your environment can be the same. Same old house, same yes, old job, yes. same, same old spouse. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God, right? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. Um, right? But, but you will be better. Glory to God. I mean, your life will be better because the changes come from the inside. And so when we're talking about this year of change, it's about inside out. 
And one of the things we really have to get on the inside of us um, is this awesome, awesome truth that God loves us. Amen. That's life-changing right there. When, when it gets deep on the inside, but that is life-changing right there. And so we let's look at the scripture today. Um, in the King James Version, it says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Now, the King James Version doesn't have in it what a lot of the ancient manuscripts have, that after it says that we should be called the sons of God, a lot of manuscripts, ancient manuscripts, and even some present translations say, and, 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 and such we are, or and children we are, or mm -hmm. so, you know what I mean? It, it emphasizes that, yes, that, uh, you know, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. And then the manuscripts say, and that is what we are. Yeah. It emphasizes that, and that's what we are. And we've been talking about that, right? That we are the sons of God. We are the daughters of God. We are the children of God through Christ Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, and it says, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. And see, this is where we're talking about getting beyond head knowledge. Because John begins by saying, behold. That's, that's a word that's designed to capture our attention, right? To, to get us to focus. To get us to blot out the, you know, block out the distractions and zero in on what's being said. Behold. It's also a word that's letting us know that when you behold something, you really take it in. It's not something that you glance at. It's not something that you briefly consider. It's not something that you take a glimpse at. When you behold something, you gaze upon it. When you yes. behold something, you stare at it. When you behold something, you examine it. When you behold something, you take some time to consider what it is that you're looking at. Yeah. Behold what manner of love. Amen. And so when it comes to this love of God, this is not a fleeting thing. If it's fleeting, then it just becomes surface. It just becomes head knowledge. But when we behold it, when we study it, when we gaze upon it, when we stare at it, when we, when, when we examine it, when we contemplate it, when we think about mm -hmm. it. See, that takes us to a deeper place, and that's where transformation yes. begins to happen on the inside of us. Yeah. Amen. So it says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. Amen. He bestowed it. We, don't, we didn't earn it. We don't deserve it. We didn't work for it. <laughs> he bestowed it. Yeah. He He gave it to us. It's a gift. And that's why we're talking about receiving. Because we've always said, amen, every gift, what? Has to be received. Amen. I can want to give you the greatest gift in the world. Mm -hmm. If you won't receive it from me, then you don't have it. Right. Amen. Every gift has to be received. And so God has bestowed his love on us, but we have to receive it. Amen. But but what I like, so behold, study it, consider it. You know, some versions say see 
what great love the Father has bestowed mm-hmm. upon us. You got to see it. And not just see it with your natural eyes. You got to see it with eyes in the spirit. You got to see how deeply this thing runs. You got to see the transformative power of his love and what it can do for your life. Yes. Amen. You got to see it. See what great love the, the, uh, 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 God has for us. Amen. Um, there are some versions that say, think about how much the Father loves us. Amen. That's one of the things I believe in this rush, rush world of ours, we don't do enough of. And, and this seems like an amazing thing, but I'm convinced of this. We don't think enough. When I say think enough, meaning just take time to sit down and think. Just think about what you're going to do before you do it. Think about what you're going to say before you say it. Think about, you know, uh, how you're going to navigate your day, your week mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, sometimes we just got to take time to get into a quiet place and just think. Yeah. <laughs> think. Clear your mind. Let your mind, because God has given you the mind of Christ. You 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 have an incredible mind. You're regenerated. You, you know, you, you are a new creature. And so in your new creation, you, we have a, a, the mind of Christ. We have a powerful mind now. Amen. We can think supernatural things. You couldn't always do that before. <laughs> but now that you're in Christ Jesus, you have a new mind. But we gotta let it we gotta think. And sometimes you just gotta cut off the TV, cut off your devices, close the door, get away from people, close the book, don't have anything. Sometimes we gotta, you know, you don't always have to have stuff. <laughs> In your hands, you don't got to be always looking at a screen. You know, you know. Sometimes you can just sit and look. When the last time you sat and just looked out the window for more than two minutes, and just thought about things, Amen. And so it says here, think about the love of God. In other words, get away and 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 consider how much God loves you, right? Mm-hmm. I love what the Amplified version says. It says. See what an incredible quality of love, incredible quality of love the Father has shown us. I mean, this is not some, you know, love like we call it. I believe that for so many of us, we confuse love and affection. Yeah. Right? You can, affection is a feeling, right? And it's it's a good it's a good thing too. I mean, having affection for your spouse or your children or your parents or your friends and things like that, it's a good thing. But it's a feeling, mm-hmm. and it's a feeling that's strong, and it's a feeling that you know expresses tenderness and kindness and things. So it's good stuff. Affection is good, but it's not love, because love is decisional. That's when we look in First Corinthians chapter thirteen, which is a love chapter, right? Mm-hmm. All of those things are decisions, right? Right, love keeps no record of of a wrong done to it. That's a decision. That's not a feeling, right? Yeah. Love boasts not itself. That's a decision. Love is decisional, right? And when I mean decisional, it means it's choices that are made, selfless choices that are made on behalf of someone else, mm-hmm. right? And so we gotta think about this love, and so. And it talks about the love of God. It says it's this incredible quality of love. In Jeremiah 31 and 3, God says that I have loved you with an everlasting love. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn you. God loves us with an everlasting love. What does that mean? 
It means that love was here before you got here, is here now, and it's going to be with you forever. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It's everlasting. God's love is never leaving you. It's an everlasting love. It's, it, it's a love that endures. Um, as in 1 Corinthians 13 and 8, it says, love never fails. It's an unfailing love. It's a love that never runs out. Yes. It's a love that never wanes. It's a love that never weakens. Amen. Yes. That's God's love. It's an everlasting love. And it's yours in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, um, when we think about this, so it's, it, it says, uh, when we think about it, let's think about this love of God. Because in Romans 5 and 8, it says that that God commended his love toward us, right? That what while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. So God, glory to God, God commended, he showed, he released, he directed his mm -hmm. love for us, right? In such a way that this that while we were yet sinners, yes. he still was showing his love. That's why we gotta understand. God so loves the world. That's why he gave Jesus. It's not because he loves good people. There's no such thing. Jesus said, Why you call me good? There's only one that's good. Yeah. Right? It's not that he loves good people. It's not that he loves moral people. It's not that he loves people of a certain race and not others. No. God so loves what? The world. The world. Mm -hmm. Amen. And he loves the world even though there's so many in the world that don't love him back. <laughs> yeah. Right? Even when Jesus came, he said he came unto his own and what happened? His own received him not. Mm -hmm. Right? Didn't stop Jesus from loving them. Yeah. Amen. Didn't stop Jesus from loving them. Well, isn't that a story when um was the one who was the rich young ruler? Is that the one where, you know, he was saying, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Mm -hmm. And Jesus told him, you know, love the God, love God with all your soul, your mind, all your strength, love your neighbor as yourself. But it says that Jesus looked upon him and loved him. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though he knows this guy's going to go away sad and he's not yeah. going to do what I want him to do. But it doesn't matter. God's love is an everlasting yes. love. It's not a love that's dependent upon our conduct. Right? That's why when we were yet sinners, he loved us. Mm -hmm. Right? People who are rejecting God now. Yes. God loves you right now. He's, his love is still there. But it's a love that has to be received. Mm -hmm. But if we think about this, that when we were outside of the family of God, right? Because when we, when we accept Jesus Christ, we're brought into the family of God, right? Mm -hmm. and we, but when we were outside of the family of God, God still loved us. Yes. He still loved us when we were outside the family. So how much the more, <laughs> come on somebody, how much the more does he love you now? Right. That you now have accepted his invitation through Christ Jesus to be his child. Yes. How much the more? And I'll tell you this, because Jesus said this in John 17, that, that God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. Because you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's why it's so important to know our position. Our position has changed. We've gone from outside the family to in the family. And the reason why we're in the family is because we're in Christ Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. We're righteous 
in Christ Jesus, right? We're the righteousness of God in him, right? We're, we're, we, we become things through him and all those types of things. It, so when God looks at us, he's looking at us through Jesus, amen? And he sees us clothed in the robe of righteousness that we have in Christ. So, so God, how much the more does God love you now? He loved you when you were on the outside. Now that you're on the inside, how much more does he love you? Yes. And this is about getting in. This is the thing you got to think about. And see, if we stop and go, yeah, I know that already. I don't, it's, it's not about, again, we, we want to go so far than just the head knowledge, right? So, for example, when when when, when um, Paul says in, in Romans 8, I believe it's 38, that what neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, yes. nor things present, nor things mm -hmm. to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature can separate us from the love of God. Yeah. We got to think about yeah. that. Death nor life can't separate you from the love of God. Yeah. Angels can't separate you. Principalities, those evil things and th can't separate you. Powers can't separate you. Yes. Things that are going on right now can't separate you. Things to come can't separate you. There's nothing high enough, low enough that can separate you from the love of yeah. God. And there's no creature ever created in this whole universe that can take God's love off of you. Glory yes. to God. And so when we think about that, we say there's nothing. There is nothing that can separate me from this everlasting love that God has for me. So watch this. So so watch this right here. So that means when you mess up, that doesn't take the love of God off of you. Amen. Glory Amen. To, isn't that liberating? Doesn't that now you don't have to fake it and try to act like you're perfect? Amen. I can readily admit, yep, I messed up. Yep. I, I, I got off course. Yep, I did something I wasn't supposed to do. Not because I'm bragging. No, because I'm just being honest. And then I can bask in the love. But my father still loves me anyway. Yes. Glory to amen. God for that. Amen. And see, that's liberating right there. There are some people, amen, who really are living a legalistic life. They're trying to dot every I and cross every T, and they're pretending yes. that they don't do anything wrong. They're pretending that they only think right things. They're pretending that they only do and say right things because they believe that that's what good Christians are supposed to do. <laughs> yes. Amen? Oh, how, how stressful an existence that must be. Amen? Uh, but how liberating is it to know that I have the everlasting love of God on my life. Yes. And there's nothing in this world, in this universe, above the earth, in the earth, beneath the earth, yes. that can separate yes. God's love from my life. God's love is stuck on me. <laughs> Glory to God. God's love is stuck on me like that girl's hair was stuck on her with that gorilla glue. <laughs> Jesus. God. I'm only playing with that one, but that just popped in my head. God made me like that. Amen. <laughs> but yeah, for those who know, y'all know y'all know that story, amen. But but, but amen. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. But God's love is on us. Amen. And, and nothing can separate that love off of us. That's and it's right. a love that never fails. But you gotta receive it. But you gotta behold it and think about it and meditate on it. And consider it and examine it. Yes. Amen. And, and let it get it deep in your soul and deep in your spirit. Because then it can begin to change you.
Amen. Now, First um, John, we're in First John 3. Let's just go to First John 4 for a second and look there at verse 16. First John 4, verse 16. And it says, And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. Now, I just want to stop there. You see what he says? We have known and believed. Mm -hmm. See, so, but so you got to understand then, there's a difference between knowing and believing. Because mm -hmm. he said, we yeah, know we and believe. Mm -hmm. See, and when Jesus said, remember he talked about uh, uh, in, in, in Mark chapter 11, when he talked about, you know, the cursing of the fig tree, and he said, have faith in God, and if you just speak to this mountain, right, tell it, be thou removed, be thou cast, and see, and he says, and he said, wherefore, when you, whatever you so desire, right, when you pray, believe that you receive. Yes. See, so, so believing is important, mm -hmm. and believing leads to receiving. So we, but so it says here, know and believe. Amen. See, because believing leads to receiving. Knowing doesn't lead to receiving. Believing does. Mm -hmm. So, so, so it says we had we, we we what we have known and believed, mm -hmm. and that leads to the receiving of the love of God. So we have known the love of God, and we believe the love of God. Yes. And when yes. you get to the point where you believe the love of God, right? Where this is not that deeper knowing. That's that you know how they used to say you know that you know that you know, right? Yes. That deeper mm -hmm. knowing when you believe the love of God. Ah, now you receive the love of God. And once you receive it, you're unshakable. Amen? Amen. Things can't move you. And it begins to transform you. Because the love of God is transformative. Yes. The love of God changes things. Amen? Yes. Um, and so it says we believe, we have to know and believe. The New uh, International Version says that um, that we know and rely on the love of God. See, see again. That it, it's it's one thing to know it, but then it's another thing to rely on it. Mm. Amen. The New Living Translation says that we know it and we have put our trust in it. Yes. Amen. Yes. See, that's a diff. That's different than just head knowledge. It's now you trust in the love of God. Yes. You going through some stuff, but you trust in the love of God. He get me out of this. Amen. Mm. Why? Because you trust in that love. You're relying on that love. I can't do it. I don't know how I'm going to get to the end of the month. Bills are piling up, but I'm relying on God. Mm. See, see yes. that the love of God, see, it changes. So instead of sitting around worrying and, 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 and you know, what they say when you do with your hands? Ring. Ring your hands. Yeah. Right? You're ringing your hands. And, and instead <laughs> of being like short with your kids, what do you want? Right? Because you, you know how sometimes we get, right? When things are on our mind, yes. we get short with people. We get short with our loved ones. Instead of being like that, you're relying on the love of God. You're trusting in the love of God. Yes. And now you're still in the same situation, yes. but that love has transformed you to now, you know, you're, you're not short with loved ones and you're not sitting around worrying and you're yes. not staying up all Amen. night. And right, you're getting a good night's sleep because what? You're relying on, believing in, trusting in. The unfailing, everlasting love of God. Yes, amen. Amen. Um, the Amplified Version says that um, that we have come to know. Watch this by personal observation and experience, hmm. and have believed with deep, consistent faith hmm. the love of God. See, this is this is not just knowing and believing. You go real yes. fast by it. You know, it's the personal observation. It's the personal experience. You walk with God. You talk with God. 
you recall things. Jeremiah says, this I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. You got to recall some yeah. stuff. You got to recall yeah. when God brought you through the time before. You got to recall when God was there before, when nobody else was there. You got to recall how God comforted you in the midst of your heartache, sorrow, and pain. You got to yes. recall some stuff. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed, right? His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Amen. See, that, that stuff, it changes you. Yeah. So now you're going through stuff, but you recall he got you through before, and you go, the same God. Yes. Amen. The same God. Right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what David did when he was facing Goliath? He said, I, <laughs> what he said? He said, he said I, I took on a bear and a lion. I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. but, right? I took on a bear and a lion. Right? And the God who took me through that is going to let me take you out, Goliath. See, he recalled. He recalled what God did for him in the past. And now that he's faced with a giant today, he thought about the bear and the lion and how God was with him then. And he goes, the same God. Amen? Amen. The same God. He recalled it and now he was filled with hope. He was filled with strength and with courage. Yes. Amen? But we have to consider this, amen. We have to know and believe. Because that leads to us receiving, amen. There's this love of God. Uh, I want to read something. Uh, Zephaniah. I know we don't really ever <laughs> preach about Zephaniah. We don't talk about Zephaniah. Some of us may not even know Zephaniah is a book in the Bible, amen. Uh, but Zephaniah 3 and 17 says this. It says, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. <coughs> is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Now, that's the that's the King James Version. But I, I like some of the other versions that we have. Uh, the English Standard Version says, especially this phrase that in the King James, it says, he will rest in his love. And that just seems kind of, well, wait a minute. He will save, he will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in his love. The English Standard Version says, he will quiet you by his love. Wow. Amen. He will quiet you by his love. Some of us right now need to, need to be quieted. Amen. Our spirits are raging. Our minds are racing. We're frantic. Um, things are coming up against us. Amen. The enemy has come in like a flood. We're troubled on every side. Things are just not going right. And yes. Things are going sideways in our lives. And we're going not again. Right? Yeah. We've been in this cycle. Not again. Right? And and your mind can begin to race. You, you ever let your mind race where you take one problem and make it into ten? You start thinking, yes. that, and I have this, and I have that, and I have this. Because your mind gets into a downward spiral, mm -hmm. amen? And it's just racing out of control. The next yes. thing you know, your yes. emotions are a mess, you are a mess, your nerves are, are, are a wreck, everything's just going. And see, some of us need to be quieted. And, and, and Zephaniah says he will quiet you by his love. See, that, that's what I'm saying. The love is transformative. It can take all the noise in your yes. life and quiet yeah. it down. Amen. It can take all the all the tumult and, 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 and all the, the the clanging and the things and the and, and all these mm. all this mess yes. that's going on and, and he can just quiet it down. And how does he do it? By his love. 
by his love. But it's a love that has to be received. And it says he will quiet you with his love. The New Living Translation says, with his love, he will calm all your fears. Mm. See, right now, somebody can't even enjoy their Sunday because they got something coming up on this week that's troubling them. Let God and his love calm your fears. You have a God who says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Glory to God. Other people can leave you. And Jesus knows what it's like to be left. <laughs> yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. He knows what it's like to be left. Mm -hmm. strike the shepherd and the, and the sheep will scatter right yeah. he knows what it's like to be left because when they came and arrested him in the garden of Gethsemane everybody took off <laughs> and we even know from the gospel of Mark he, <laughs> he took off running naked <laughs> right Amen. everybody took off yeah. Jesus knows what it's like to be abandoned Yes, but God also yeah. knows it's not good for man it's not good for woman to be left alone and so he said I'm never leaving you. Yes. Oh, your spouse may leave you. Your best friend may leave you. Your parent may leave you. This one may leave you. Amen. That one may leave you. But you can count on something. My love doesn't fail. My love doesn't run out. My love it can't set. Nothing can happen to you that's going to separate you from my love. I'm going to be right. Cheer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cheer. My God talks like that to me. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to be right here. I'm going to be right here with you. Amen. Amen. And so somebody's worried about what's going to happen this week, but, but let the love of God, he's going to be right there with you. Yes. He's going to be with you in the mess. I love what, I love what, um, uh, glory to God. Psalm 91. Mm -hmm. When, when God starts to talk in verse 14, because, yeah. because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. Right. Yeah. And then he said, I will be with him in trouble. trouble. See, God doesn't leave you when you get in trouble. Amen. Amen. He says, I will be with you in trouble. Oh, there's a lot of people in your life who will be with you in success. They will be with you in abundance. They will be with you when it's sunny on your side of the street. But when the storm winds blow, when, 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 when the lack you know, comes in, when yes. attacks come yes. in, when trouble rises up, glory to God, yes. folk flee. But yes. God says, I will be with you in trouble. So right now, if you're facing some trouble on this week, God's going to be right there Amen. with you. Amen. He said, I'm going to be with you in, in trouble. trouble. Why? Because his love can't, trouble can't separate you from God's love. Mm -hmm. His love will be there. And so when Zephaniah says he will rest in his love, he will quiet you by his love. His love will calm all your fears. Amen. That's the transformative power of God's love. But we got to receive it. Mm -hmm. And if you receive, so think about it. You can be going through something right now and your your whole day can be transformed because you can go from worry to peace. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all right. Amen. Yeah. You can you can go from sadness to joy. Because that's what that's what God's love can do for us. Amen. Amen. But we got to receive it. And so we just want to here on Valentine's Day, amen, just want to talk about the love of God cuz there's nothing greater. There's nothing greater mm -hmm. than the love of God. The love of God has transformed the earth, yeah. amen. Uh, the earth that was under a curse from the time Adam and Eve sinned 
God's love was still there. Yep. And he sent his love in the earth in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And if you received it, then you received the love. But you have to really receive it, not just up here. Not just with this, I'm saved and I'm on my way to heaven. That's great. But what you going to do on this side of glory? Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. God wants you to live an overcoming life. He wants you to live a triumphant life. He wants to, you to live a life of victory. He wants to lavish his love upon you. Amen. Um, and that's what it says in, in, in the uh, NIV version of 1 John chapter 3. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. It's not just giving out some stingy doses. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he's rationing it out. No. <laughs> it's lavished on us. Amen. It's lavished on us. It's richly given unto us. And in abundance. You know, to the full, till it overflows. My cup runneth over with love. Amen. 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 Glory to God. So I, I just want to close with a couple of things. Um about the love of God and, and, and what it can do for us when we actually receive it. Because I believe it, it can speak to a lot of things that many people may, you know, people may be going through right now, you know. But the love of God, I mean, when we receive it, like I said, it's so transformative. And here's the thing I want to say there. We will become, we will only, glory, thank you, Lord, we will only become better at loving people when we become better at receiving God's love. Mm -hmm. Amen. See, you can't give out what you don't have. Mm -hmm. Right. And God is calling us to love as he loves. Right. But you and I can't love as he loves if we don't first receive his love. Right. We have to receive it. And know that we got it. And now, see, that that's the thing. When you receive the love of God that is full of mercy, you can be merciful to other people. Yes, that's true. That's true. Because <laughs> it's the same love that, right, that, that, mm -hmm. that was merciful to you, you can now bestow to others. But if you haven't received the love of God that's and right. that mercy, you can't give mercy to somebody else. Amen. Right? And so the, our love life with other people will improve. Glory to God. When we receive love, some people believe that their life will change when other people love them. Hmm. No, your life will change when you love other people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have time for that one, but we will, maybe we'll come back to that. <laughs> Again, it doesn't start out there. It starts in here. Amen. And, 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 and the real starting point is receiving the love of God. When we receive the love of God, we have a sense of security. Someone right now feels vulnerable, right? But God's love gives us a sense of security. Amen. Amen. God's love is perfect. First John 4 and 18 says, perfect love casts out fear. Glory to God. So, so, so that, that sense of dread and of doom and of things not going your way. The love of God can dispel that out of your heart. Amen. Perfect love casts out fear. Amen. No fear here. Glory to God. Because the love of God is something that's so deep in you. You've received it. You, you, you lavish yourself in it. Amen. You, you, you're washed in it. And you're not fearful Amen. of what may come. Amen. Um, you know, uh, we talk about Psalm 91, but they said, well, uh, 
we who dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Amen. Surely, He shall deliver me. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. See, that's what happens when you have the love of God. You walk around going, surely, He will deliver me. When's the last time you said something like that? When you found yourself in a fix, and you go, surely he shall deliver me. Hmm. Is that the word? Isn't That's that what it says? That's the word. Amen. Psalm 91 and 4. Surely he shall deliver me. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Love gives you confidence like that. Amen. Hmm. Love gives you that kind of confidence. You know, when it says what, you know, the, uh, what does it say? When uh, David said, uh, uh, the Lord is at my right hand. Mm -hmm. I shall not be moved. See, it gives you, you got that security. You got that sense of, yeah, yes. I'm going to be okay. Yes. Why? Because of the love of God. Um, the love of God helps you endure tough times. We were talking about that. When you know God said, I'm never going to leave you nor forsake mm -hmm. you, you don't, you don't pray for a life <laughs> that you're never going to have. What I mean by that, you and I are never going to have a life that doesn't have trouble in it. Amen. That's true. That's true. And some of us waste our time praying for no trouble, praying for no challenges, praying for no obstacles. That's not the life that God gave us. The servant's not greater than his Lord. Jesus had a life of troubles and trials, right? He was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. He went through some stuff. And he told us point blank, in this life, you shall have tribulation. Yeah. Right? But here's the thing. We don't have to fear tribulation. We don't have to fear trouble. We don't have to fear obstacles and all that. Why? Because God said, I'm never going to leave you. And then also, too, uh, uh, Psalm says uh, that God is a, well, a very present help. Yes. Glory to God. Thank you. You, you. you knew what I was talking about, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, you were sending me. She, you were sending me the, the thing. Amen. I got it. I picked it up. That God is a very present help in mm -hmm. trouble. Yeah. What very present mean? That means he's not only there, he's really there. <laughs> right? He's not. He's, he's a very present help. Amen. He's not just there, kind of. You know, some of us, you know, we're there and like, you know, but we ain't there. No, God really there. Right. When we're in trouble, God's really there. Amen. And so now that gives us a calm. That gives us something. We talked about David, how, how how the love of God gave him courage and strength. Yes. Everybody else, these so-called men of war, were trembling at the sight of Goliath. Mm -hmm. And here's David, this little shepherd boy who came to deliver some, some crackers, cheese and crackers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he put bread and crackers, I mean bread and cheese, right? To, to the brothers, right? Yeah, yeah, bread and cheese. <laughs> and yet he stood there and he says, uh-uh, yeah. no, I can take on this challenge. Why? Why was he filled with courage and strength when all these others were cowering? Because he knew the love of God. But he even said, right. he said, you don't have a covenant with God. You don't have a promise of God. I do. You know what that yeah. promise is? God, God said, I'm never going to leave you or forsake. You yeah. know what the promise is? I, I, I got you covered with an everlasting love. You know what the covenant is? That nothing can separate us. So now you face your Goliath mm -hmm. instead of running and hiding. Some people need to understand you can't 
run away from your life. Come on, somebody. We need to get this. You can't run away from your life. You can try to escape your life. It's impossible. You can't escape your life. Yes. You can't escape your life by spending all your time binging on Netflix. After the, after the binge is over, whatever you were trying to escape is going to be right there with his hands folded, leg folded, and go, where you been? It's going to be right there waiting for you. Yeah. You can't escape your life. But here's the thing. God didn't design us that way. He designed us to be like David, to run toward Goliath. Is that what David did? He ran toward Goliath. The others hid from Goliath. But see, when you know the love of God, you don't try to escape your life. You don't try to escape your Goliaths. You run toward them. Amen? Because you know something. The God I serve, the God who's with me, the God who said he'd never leave me nor forsake me, he's going to help me take my Goliath out. Glory to God. So it fills you with strength. And it fills you with a courage. It gives you hope for the future, right? When you think how God says, I know the plans I have for you because he loves you so much. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. You look in and forward. You don't dread what, what tomorrow may bring or next month may bring. Or, but now you got hope for your future Amen. because you know God says, I got a plan for you. Glory to God. And it's a plan that emanates from his love that he has for you. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Even what we read today, where it says in 1 John 3 and 3, it says, uh, and every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself. What's the hope? The, it, 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 it comes from the love of God. Yes. The love of God gives you a hope mm. for the future. Amen. Your future is brighter than you may think. And it's, it is certainly brighter than the devil's trying to convince you that it is. Yes. Amen. You yes. have a bright future. Why? Because of the love of God yes. that is on your life. Amen. Amen. The love of God. It's just a wonderful thing. Amen. It can, it can just help us in so many ways. Um, but we got to think about it. Amen. Amen. You know, the Bible says he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. For he trusts in him, right? When your mind is stayed on the love of God, on God and his love for you, and, and you trust in that love, you rely on that love, man, it, it gives you a peace, amen? It gives you a peace that yes. passes all amen. understanding, amen? amen. Um, love can do that, but you have to receive it. Um, there's a lot I want to say, but I, I want to close. I think we need to close. And let, let's just look at something. Um, let's go to Second Kings. I don't know exactly where it is, so I gotta find it when I get there. I think it's Second Kings. Um, I think it's four. This this one's laying on my heart right now. Yeah, Second Kings chapter four. And this is about the Shunammite woman and Elisha. If you remember the Shunammite woman, Elisha used to pass through Shunam, and it says there was a great woman, and she used to. It says in, in verse 8 that she constrained him to eat bread. That, so every time Isaiah, Isaiah, Elisha came through town, she built him a room. Remember? She mm -hmm. built him a room and, yeah. and he would stay there. Mm -hmm. And then at one point he said to his, his servant, Gehazi, he said, what should we do for the Shunammite woman that she's been so kind to us? And uh, he said, well, she has just about everything, but she don't have a son. Mm -hmm. And so Elisha said to her, you know, you're going to have a son. And she did. And... um 
uh, and then it says that uh, where is it um, in verse 18 it says and when the child was grown it fell on the day that he went out to his father to the reapers and he said to his father my head my head and he said to the lad carry him to a lad carry him to his mother and when he had taken him and brought him in brought him to his mother he sat on her knees till noon and then he died hmm. but this is this is where again this is an amazing thing to me because she went up she put him on the bed in verse 21 she put him on the bed of the man of God. Mm-hmm. She didn't put him on her bed. She didn't put him on the child's bed. No. She put him on Elisha's bed in the room that she had made for him. And she shut the door and she went out. She told her husband to, you know, saddle up a, a donkey and saddle up, you know. And she said that I may run to the man of God. And he said, why are you going to him today? It's not a new moon, in verse 23, nor a Sabbath. And she said, it shall be well. Mm-hmm. And what I want to say to you is this. Her son just died. And she puts him on the man of God's bed. And she says, I'm going to the man of God. And the man of God says, you know, is the representative of God. And she says, I'm going to the man of God. That's saying, I'm going to God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to his representative. I'm going to God. I'm going to the one who stands in the place of God. I'm going to God. Mm -hmm. And the husband said, what's the matter? And she didn't say to him, our son died. She didn't say to him, it's the worst day in the world. She didn't say, she said what? She said, it shall be well. Mm-hmm. And she went and she, she goes and she's riding and she's coming up close to, 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 uh, to Elisha. In verse 25, he says to Gehazi, behold, yonder is that Shunammite. Run now, I pray thee, meet her and say unto her, is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with thy child? And she answered what? It is well. Why am I reading that? And then we, if we go into the story, we know this. Elisha then comes into the house. He lays on the, on, on the lad and he brings the lad back to life. Right. Why are we reading this? Because this is, what, this is what, when you have that love of God, it changes you. You can be in the worst situation in your, in, 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 you're facing. And you can be going through all kinds of stuff. And you can be going through all kinds of stuff. But when you know that God loves you, mm-hmm. there's something that's going to be on the inside of you that just defies what's going on the outside of you. And something on the inside of you will go, it's going to be all right. That's what she was saying. It's going to be all right. Right? My, my money is low and the bills are due. It's going to be all right. The doctor is telling me such and such a thing. It's going to be all right. You know, so-and-so told me they're going to walk out of my life or they left me already and they're doing it. But you know what? It's going to be all right. Why? Mm -hmm. Because something, even though things may have changed on the outside of my life, there's something that will never, ever change. Mm -hmm. And that's the love of God that's on my life. Amen. That's the love of God that is on my life. And that love is transformative. That love is loyal. That love is everlasting. That love never fails. Mm-hmm. And that's the love we have. Amen. And it leads us. Amen. That's why God told, uh, uh, he did tell Isaiah. Amen. Tell the righteous what? All shall be well. Shall be well. Yeah. Amen. Tell the righteous all shall be well. And, um, and the reason why we can have that kind of a testimony it's because the love of God that we have yes. on our life. God's love's amazing. Amen. 
it is amazing. It's the greatest thing in the universe. Um, and it's yours. Amen. It's yeah. yours through Christ Jesus. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. Yes. That we should be called the sons of God. Amen. And that is what we are. Amen. And we Amen. are lavishly loved by our Father. And love changes things. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. The love of God changes things. So receive the love today. Amen. On this Valentine's Day. Amen. Receive the love. Um, maybe somebody walked out on you, but receive the love of God. Maybe somebody didn't give you a Valentine's Day card, some chocolates and all the rest of that. But receive the love of God. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, because that's what makes the difference. Amen. Mm -hmm. Let's pray today. Father, we bless your Thank holy you, name. Jesus. And we thank you, God. Hallelujah. All is well. Thank you, Lord. All is well. Amen. Because the love of God is on our lives. And Father, yes, we Father. thank you for your everlasting love. We thank you, God, for your love that never fails. We thank you, God, for the love that nothing in this in this entire universe could ever separate yes, us Father, from it. And Father, we thank you, God, that on this day, uh, that we have the love of God in our lives. Father, let us receive that love. Let that love be shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. Let us, O oh God, be saturated with that love. Let us behold it. Let us examine it. Study it. Consider it. Yes, think about Father, it, O oh God. You, and Father God, let us just lavish ourselves in it that we may be transformed from the inside out, that we may be filled with courage and with strength and with joy and with peace. Uh, in the name of Jesus yes, Christ. God. And Father, we just thank you, God, for the tremendous gift of your love that is in the earth. Father, I'm praying right now for those who have yet to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. They haven't received the love, oh God, in the person yes. of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm praying, oh God, that that uh, that they will be saved, God. I pray that today, oh God, when they hear your voice, that yes. they will harden not their, their heart, yes. but God, that they will say yes, Lord, yes to your will, your word, and your way, and receive the Lord Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Father, you declared in your word, if they call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. Yes. And so, Father, I'm praying today that the call will be made and that they will be brought into the family of God. Also praying, God, for those who already have accepted your call, oh yes, God. Father. Father, I'm praying that even now they'll go beyond head knowledge of your love. And Father, it will come. It will uh, go down deep in their soul, deep in their spirit, oh yes. God. That they will not only know, but that they will believe the love of God and receive it and see their lives transformed as a result. Father, I just thank you, God, for this marvelous, marvelous word. Yes, we thank God. you for your marvelous Jesus. love. And we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus', In name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So we just praise God. Amen. Um, for his love. So happy Valentine's Day to you. Amen. And and just know you have love in your, you got God in your life, you got love in your life. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. And you have a love that is just indescribable. Amen. Amen. But I pray you receive it today and that you will receive it every day and let it go to work in your life Amen. and transform things for you. So until next time, um, hopefully we'll see you on Wednesday yeah. for our Bible study. And Lord willing, uh, we'll come back with more from the wonderful word of God. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day. God loves you and so do we. Amen. Praise God.